Hey everyone, a rainy Saturday here in New York. One of the things I was uh, <clears throat> thinking about was this notion of the river of energy, right? So the universe is just this river of energy just flowing, right? And that's nature. And, you know, producing black holes, wormholes, alligators, crocuses, it's just... It's churning out itself over and over, right? So I was thinking, what would, what would it take to interfere with that, right? And in order for me to interfere with it, I would have to damage it. Now, bear with me. You're thinking, why are you talking about this, Mary? What's this got to do with, with me? But it does. Because, as I've said before, we come with energy script and I believe consciousness they're sort of the three elements of our arrival and definitely script and energy consciousness might be an an add-on on arrival but those three elements are are paramount to our existence I'm not going to become an elephant I'm definitely becoming a human I'm not a black hole right um if I were, would want to interfere with that, I would want the script to be distorted or disabled. Disabled is the idea. And then I would want to steal your energy because with energy I can create the person I want and my numb gun or the thing that I would shoot into you would be fear right so now I I have you very little terrified by the events which means that you would then because you're so terrified and you're in the cooking stages of arrival that you would numb out your script because every time it showed up it would be challenged and terrified back right into a coma And then that energy that you come with, a life force, I could sculpt according to my needs because the terror, right, from the overwhelm would force you to create something and that would be according to me, right, to the person that interferes. And I would call it sort of the crooked trestle, right? So you see plants growing around these trestles well, you're forced to go around it, right? Because you're being terrified in, into becoming that. And of course, if I terrify you, well, you, the events that terrify you have to be unconscious because if you actually agree to them, you'll die. That's too overwhelming. So what a fabulous way to interfere in nature. And what a you know, what a great way to refuse nature and refuse life. It's sort of damage on arrival, right? It's like you're going through the car wash and these you're going through and you've got these three things and, you know, you arrive, you're terrified, you're numbed out, your script is shut down and your energy is stolen and then, you know, you're producing a very weird-looking deer when you should have just shown up as whatever, a crocus, right? 
remember, energy can be used for anything. And as Einstein said, everything is just energy. Energy, energy, energy in different forms, right? Second law of thermodynamics, nothing is created, nothing is destroyed, everything is just repurposed. So if I wanted to slow down the machine of nature or damage nature or any way, yeah, ruin it, I would come in very early, you know, with the ability to do that. And I think from what I saw in the medicine, there are viruses that can do that. So in that event, and let's just talk about you and about in in the world of trauma, um, you're quickly dipped into this sewer, right? So the things that have any value in life are love, honesty, wisdom, humility, truth, light, all the stuff that makes us transparent, that, you know, you look at a magnificent snowflake and the way under a microscope, <clears throat> and it's a beautiful filigree of of form. It's artistic. It's beautiful. It has, it's like a, it's like a, a Bach uh, cantata or something. It's just, it's beautiful to the ear. It's beautiful to the sight, right? It has mathematics, which are magnificent and elegant. And it makes it all is organized in this way, right? If I want to damage that, I'm going to dip it in all the things that damage it, which is lack of love, lack of truth, terror, interference in, you know, this, this cycle, right? And... I'm going to terrify it and it's going to agree. So I'm going to agree to all these other things, you know, insincerity, lies, secrets, hurt, you know, all of this stuff, right? So where you bond, you build. Where you're traumatized, you build according to that trauma. And you're disfigured and distorted this 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 field of energy in which you're coming is a is this sort of empty field of energy right it it's like a container on arrival it's going to respond and grow according to the environment and to the circumstances and so we root on arrival we root in the next piece of the cooking, it's like you're, you know, you're being put into the pizza oven, right? And you're cooked and loved, etc. If those elements are refused, and there's this sort of takeover, which I would say it's really an ambush on arrival, um, you really have no choice but to, right, come around, disappear, agree, conform, build what's required for those conditions. I mean, it's against all of nature, but, you know, you're not cognizant of any of that. You're just like, I need to survive. This is it. There's no one. I'm terrified. You know, whatever, right? So you're going to look to the people around you, to the, to the mirrors around you, right, to build. And in trauma, there's distortion. And, you know, you become like a garbage bag of other people's, you know, secrets and unfinished business and all their trauma and blah, 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 right? So you get wrapped up and 
you sort of get built by their disfigurement in a way, right? That's how they've learned how to function. That's how they've been trapped. And also, from what I see in the medicine, these viruses move into people, right? Again, we don't know how half this shit works. Certainly, 68% of the energy that's around us, we call dark energy. We don't know what it is. So I always say it's not necessarily like, you know, ticky-tacky, like tinny spaceships that show up. That's our imagination. These things can move through fields, right? These viruses, they don't need to be detected. The, The intelligence of them and the you know, it's far superior than the limitations of our our little minds, right? So if I wanted to invade a planet, I wouldn't come in a big old spaceship, go, oh, here I am, I'm coming to get you, right? The technology is much more advanced. They'd come through the fields that we can't see. So what would I do? Oh, well, I'd I disable how would how would I disable a whole planet? I disable it by injuring it. All right? The cycle of it, right? I'd injure the, what it's constant you know, imagine that this thing, I don't know what we call it, is constantly producing itself or expressing itself in all these myriad of forms, right? Through dinosaurs, plants, animals, whatever stars. Yeah, how would I injure it? How, I, how would I disable this expression? <clears throat> would I disable... I would disable what's coming through it, right? I disable this sort of constant churning out of beings. And I'm thinking, well, perhaps it's these things, if they're from another planet or whatever, and I wanted to take over this planet, what would I disable? I'd disable the things that are the most intelligent here, right? Which supposedly are us, although that's open for debate for the most part. <laughs> Um, so in trauma there's a, there's, a para, there's a paralysis right there's a there's a disability really there's like you know you don't get to come in full on in a, and bloom and blah right you, you can't because you're disabled and you're, you're disabled because where you bond, you build. And if you arrive and get thrown into a sewer, it's like you're marinated in that or educated in that way of being. And because, you know, we are very co- attached to the people and the environments to which we arrive, we, you know, we just copy, right? We're little copycats, right? We just copy the thing and just churn it out. It's the same thing, right? So... you're going to agree to authorize, et cetera, et cetera, in these environments because you're a kid and, you know, you're going to inhale and build, you know, on that crooked trestle, right, of whatever you show up to. So let's go to the medicine. And the medicine is the is the technology that opens all of this up. Right, so I can't see it because I am it. I've been marinated in it. I have no consciousness. Remember that the three things that we arrive with are consciousness, 
you know, script and energy. So I've been knocked out in a coma because of the conditions, right? Because uh, it's an overwhelming, terrifying situation in which I can't survive. So I'm going to coma out. The events that happen are just so terrifying that I'm just going to sleep, go to sleep under them. Because I haven't died, but I'm asleep. It knocks out my script. It knocks out my power. It knocks out my courage. It knocks out everything that I was going to be. It's like, no, no, that's not, you know, it's too terrifying. It's, it's too frightening. And then the energy that I have is going to go, oh, yay, you know, you're a monster, right? I'm going to, what do monsters want me to do? Let me do what the monster wants, right? But now, at, you know, and in that coma, you are unconscious. So when you say, oh, I have stuff in the shadow, I don't know what it is, it's, it's the part of you that's unconscious, right? It's the, un, I can't, it's too terrifying to see, I couldn't process it. You know, I just, to survive, I just had to put it away. I had to sever from it. They have a term in psychology they talk about too. I'm severing from it. I don't want to see it. I'm going to become unconscious. Well, you don't have many tools on arrival, so you're going to, you're going to do that, right? So, so here you are, right? Consciousness, energy, script. Your script and your consciousness is constantly, they say I come with 100% right, of consciousness. Well, every time a horrific event happens, that light's going to be turned off. And I, you know, I like to call it a breaker switch. If it's overwhelmed, it's a breaker switch. It's the whole circuit goes off, right? So all those events, they're happening, but I'm unconscious to them. I'm numbing out to them. My script, the person I was going to become, you know, a flute player, <laughs> you know, um, a cave dweller, whatever, that's done. That's out. That's never going to flourish here because the very reason this happened was to refuse that script, right? So I'm not becoming a flute player, even though I have fantastic musical abilities. <laughs> that's just a metaphor. I don't. Um, but they're going to take my energy, right? They're going to dip that energy in poison. In fact, by terrifying me and combing me, combing me out, combing me out, if you see the term of that, they're going to move in, right? So, so this energy field, so imagine a circle, right? And in that circle, in the nucleus, is your spirit and your consciousness. And, this, and, and around that nucleus, this big space circle, is energy, right? So it's almost like they come in, they unlock, right? It unlocks the energetic space around the nuclei and takes the nuclei and numbs it or throws it out, right? The nucleus that has your script. And they just move in. And they're inside the circle now, this, let's call it a virus, right? They've taken over your home, they've taken over your car, whatever it is that you were gonna, they've just, you've been evicted and it moves in. Okay, so, so now you're lost, right? You're lost, there's no, you know, there's no way home because you're outside, you know, you don't have any access to your energy and you have no access to your consciousness. 
Why? Because the events that happened knocked you, you, you have put into the unconscious because they're too terrifying to face. Okay. So when you come to the medicine, the medicine is going to try and evict this thing that's moved in, right? The enemy is the virus or whatever's moved in that's evicted you, right? But remember, you've kind of agreed to it by going into a coma. Well, you had to, you had no choice, you're a child, right? So your power has been stolen. Your power has been stolen. So you're in a coma because you're so terrified. What does it do? It takes your power. It overwhelms your power. It's like a grid, like the electrified grid. It just shuts it down, right? So you're asleep. You're experiencing all these things, but you're unconscious to them, right? And this energy, this person that you've built out of all the terror has been built to accommodate this crooked trestle, right? So it's a cover-up. The, the real issue is that you're in, you were thrown out, stolen, evicted. You're in the coma because of the overwhelm. That doesn't mean you die. It just means that what you build is built in complete um, separation to you, and it's a falsehood. It's built for those conditions, right? So if I'm having lots of cups of tea, you know, on a beautiful rural country, in, you know, a house in the countryside in England, and everything is, you know, teacups and, and roses, and then this massive Nordic tribe invades and takes over my home and they move in and throw me out, right? The overwhelm is like, I couldn't handle it. So you're knocked out. You, you know, you just shut down, right? Fight or flight. And you're too little, so you just shut down. So all these events you're participating in, but you're unconscious too, right? Um, you're just numbed. And so therefore you're unconscious. But these things happened, you know, you may have combed it out, but, you know, they're all dancing on your, you know, they're, they're laughing at you, they're throwing things at you, but you're just numb, right? Somebody has taken over, right? Somebody has stolen. My contention is it's some, you know, from what I see in the medicine, it's some, it's a virus, it's a virus here, and it's kind of in lots of people. Um, so when you come to the medicine, and again, you may have a great persona, and it all looks great and fabulous and everything is great, but you have no idea, you've never been into your engine room, you have, you've severed from all of it, you've built your stories, whatever, inventions, your people, etc. You, you know, there's no way you're going back there because it's too terrifying. So, you know, you're a housewife, you know, in Largemont or something, and, you know, you're going to your spa and having your nails done, or you're a guy that works on Wall Street, and what, it doesn't matter. There's some kind of cover-up of a person. You're never going to... I mean, you may be uncomfortable as shit, but 
you're going to drown that out with some alcohol or some drugs or whatever, women or affairs or whatever. You're going to drown out the issue. Because again, you're not going to go back there. So the most difficult, most difficult part of this is you have to go back there. You have to re-enter all of it. And <clears throat> the medicine, if you go into the medicine, that's what that journey is. You have to go through the whole journey, right? Of So when you arrive to the medicine, you're the cover-up. You're the cover-up with a problem, right? You're like, nah. Uh, this, this, uh, there's something wrong. You know, there's constant anxiety, or I meet the wrong people, or I'm not, I can't get, you know, whatever. I'm stuck somewhere. <clears throat> and, I mean, I think you're only coming to the medicine if you're really like, I need to, right? And I'm not talking going to the medicine doing a, a weekend thing. I'm talking go to the medicine for the re- two week retreat, five ceremonies, like deep healing, like operation, blah, right? And the medicine is, is you're asking to, you know, get an ally to come help you get there, right? You're asking for help to enter into that place because, you know, you, you can't get in. I, you know, I, I couldn't get in. I was thrown out of consciousness. I can't get back in. Why? I can't get back in because I don't know, but I'm in a, my actual person, my actual spirit is lying under a tonnage of walls buried in a coma and I can't access her. I can't access. I, I have no, when I went to the medicine, I had no idea of anything, right? I knew there was something wrong that had to do with my dad, but I had no, no idea. I remember in my third ceremony, when I was down there, I just said, listen, dad, you've got to, wherever, I, I kept, I kept thinking he's still, he's here with me. He hasn't, left. he was dead, he hasn't left. What I didn't realize, I was completely, you know, I compensated my whole life for him. So, or what he'd done, or sell, sold me, etc. So, you know, by the time you're going to the medicine, you're going to the medicine, I'm talking if you're really serious about this, right? You really want to heal. <clears throat> is you're just looking for an answer somewhere. You're looking for some help, some, you know, nothing's worked while you're here, right? And that in itself is a huge step because, you know, going down to the jungle, it's scary. I mean, I was terrified, right? Terrified didn't have a lot of information. So the medicine is, so for me, I was just smothered in all these dark energies that were everywhere. Because, you know, it's like a, it's a swarm of energy that moves in. It's not just one demon that moves into your lovely country house in the, you know, your house in the country. You know, if they, they're able to infiltrate, there's like, they all move in. It's like, it's, you know, it's like a rave around the corner, right? And I was severely like chucked out. And again, when they move in, you have to agree to all the hell and the horror that's done to you, which is what I did. I agreed and built around it. So the person I built was basically 
a sewer because you know there was no love there was abuse it was lies secret it's just a whole like the antichrist of life right the anti is the the darkness of life right it was agreeing to being abused by seeing children being it was just awful right compensating for a guy that couldn't hack it you know trying to become something for them doing all it's like somersaults right to make all this shit work or to agree to it and again if the date's wrong from the desk from the first day the date's wrong forever right or you're sitting at the blackboard trying to make all of shit work and it's never going there's never going to be a an elegant resolution it's just shit from day one is shit forever right it doesn't change of course i couldn't see that so i was always trying to make it work and accommodate it and reinventing it and the fact was it was shit but i couldn't see that right so the medicine your healing is waking up you know if you're under if you're buried under let's say 20 walls right of concrete each of which contain information of stuff that happened to you you're going to have to go through each one of them because each one of them in each one of them you retrieve a piece of your consciousness and as you retrieve consciousness you retrieve your power right your script is coming to life your consciousness is being returned and the shape and the energy that was stolen shaped in this distortion. And I, again, speak about it like, you know, air in a balloon, if it's a really distorted balloon because of the shape, the way the air works, and the air being the fuel of terror, well, that's taken out of the balloon. Of, so that framework of that person has collapsed. All right? So it's an all-around dismantling but it's all being dismantled as you're waking up, right? So you, you know, come up out of the ground and the person that you built, the balloon is being collapsed, right? All the air is is leaving it, right? As you see everything, as you relive the events and, right? So... There are many emotions that you are going to feel, right? Because you may have been elated as this cover-up. You know, my cover-up was, you know, all optimism, all go, all engines on. You know, we're going to get this. We're going to go. Let's do this, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of momentum. But you're really going nowhere, right? Because you're going, let's go, let's go. But actually you're not going anywhere because you're being held anchored down by all this refusal, right? It's like trying to, you know, drag a, a, a submarine, you know, up a, a hill in San Francisco, right? You can't, but that's what you think you're doing. You know, that's what you think you're going up the hill, but you're not. It's the illusion. And so in this severing, there's lots of delusions about where you are, what's really going on, and who you are, and, you know, I thought it was so great, and, and when you're, you know, the medicine is going to clean everything out, right, so it's like, there's no 
place that it's not cleansing. Imagine, you know, clear water and then water with just dirt and vileness and dead bodies and corpses and insects. And, you know, the medicine's going <clears> to... <throat> the medicine's job, the medicine will not stop until you're returned. And the return is to that original state of being in the energetic field cleansed, right? And what does that mean? It means to be, to understand and to know love, to be in honesty, to be in authenticity, to be in humility, to be in, you know, um, light, to be in courage, right? To be in all the things that make us beautiful, right? The honesty of us, the love that lives within us, right? And for the medicine to heal you to back to that place, because all the other places is a place of, you know, no love and fear and abuse and horror and lies and manipulations and stories and just constant, endless refusal of nature and life, right? So as these, as you're being cleansed, you're going to, you know, keep seeing and reliving because these are very, when these things insert themselves, when you <clears throat> agree to these things. So I was unconscious, but I was, I was agreeing to horrific things. Um, so for the, for the medicine to dislodge all of this, you know, pieces of it are going to come up. It's like when you break a rock, right? Parts of it are going to surface. And then some pieces are going to be left behind and she's going to, clear, you know, cleanse those. And it's very tough to see all of this. You have to see it. This is the fearlessness of return. That you allowed, again, in an unconscious state, all of this agreement to this horror. Again, you could do nothing. You were, you know, whatever. You were a child. You know, you were barely here. But to see the, the continent of stuff that you've been built in is shocking. Especially if you've had to numb, which I did. My, my weapon of choice was to numb. You know, others drink, others needle up, whatever, coke up. It doesn't matter. It's a numbing when you numb to an event, you have to accept it, right? If something horrible is happening, what do people say? I numbed out. I disappeared. Couldn't handle it. Right? That means you sever from it so you can, as a child, so you can survive. I, I can't, you know, be present to this. I'm going to leave. And, you know, many people do that, right? There was that woman that has God knows how many personalities in Australia because she was being abused all the time by her parents. You know, it's like you're going to, something's going to happen. You're going to build another person. You're going to numb out. Something, you're going to drink yourself into it. Something's going to happen where you are not going to accept that event. So in the medicine, 
she's not going to finish until she's gone through every single piece of you and every event that you've numbed out, right? Why? For your own good. It feels crappy at the time. It's really crappy. And there's a lot of sadness because you're like, huh? I allowed this? And there's a lot of guilt and blame. Like, why did I allow this, right? And that's where you have to have a lot of forgiveness for yourself, right? There's nothing you can do as a child. It's just nothing. It's nothing. And I do believe it's a theft by all these viruses and stuff, right? If I need to, if, if I need to numb out to a most horrific event, if I have to invent a story because there's really no one there, these are all ways of refusing the landscape that you've arrived to. And we're always trying to tidy up the landscape. We're always trying to make the landscape work and everybody work, even if it's to the detriment of us. And believe you me, tons of self-betrayal, tons and tons of self-betrayal. So I betrayed myself to make all of this shit work. Right? You think, well, how did I, you know, how could I betray myself to make all of this horror, this lack of love, this manipulation, this abuse. But you do. Because you're, okay, it's like taking a young elephant away from its parents. It, it doesn't know, you know, it's tiny. It's just arrived, right? Childhood is the breeding ground for this darkness. So the water will be murky for quite a while as you're being cleansed. The water will be murky. Um, you know, things will keep coming up, whether in dreams or in daytime. Things are constantly being, so that they can be, the healing is when they're shown in the light. Right? That's where your healing is. Is when this, this dirt, let's call it dirt, is exposed to the light. When the stain, the stain is removed when it's exposed to the light. And the medicine is cleansing your structure, right? If I want to clean this pot, I have to scrub it clean, right? I have to soak it, perhaps overnight, so the shit, all the stuff comes up. You're a container. So waking up is extremely difficult for many reasons. One is you have to relive what you numbed out. That in itself is, you know, which you do in ceremony. Then as after you relived it, more stuff is going to come out because if I let, you know, let the top layer out, well, the other stuff, all the other stuff with it is going to start emerging, right? The events in your life that you uh, create, or, you know, because of that, because of the first event, you're then producing other events that hold the same lack of love, care, etc. They also will come up, right? Um, so that you fully understand the, the landscape that you've been in. And, and then, of course, says, how could I have let this happen? How could I have, you know, authorized all of this? Well... You had to authorize it because you were too little. You were too scared. These things are overwhelming. Okay? But again, all these 
you might you know you must address whatever it is your sadness or your rage or your disappointment or the guilt all these feelings that come with waking up right so you have a choice to just remain asleep and be the cover up and have a what you think is a great life with a bit of anxiety and you're feeling stuck but no everything's fine right or you can say no i'm going to go in and i don't know what's going on but i'm going to address all of it right with an ally which is really the plants and dismantle all of it and when i as you go through it certainly for me it was like well none of i agree to all of this horror i authorized it and abandoned myself right um and there's one thing saying it and there's one thing actually experiencing it but it's it's not about guilt and shame and shade no there's nothing i could have done this was a trap right it was a trap from day one they came to get me before i was born whatever blah, blah. it was a trap <clears throat> but in that trap and in those events i did abandon myself i did betray myself i i authorized in all that terror and in all of that numbing and all of that unconscious state i agreed to all the horror and to ref- you know making it work and you know and sort of hooking up with the dark really but again you can't see that you're in you know this early barely conscious state when you arrive so one of the things that I was just somebody was telling me yesterday you know I'm not doing ayahuasca again I I did it here in Florida in the third ceremony you know there was no integration or whatever she did three and oh yeah and he was a a shaman don't do that right do not <clears throat> That the this journey, this healing, is a journey, and it's a process. You're not just going to go for a week and go. I'm going to do an eye. Again, that's a total misunderstanding of how this medicine works, right? The ayahuasca, first of all, is only the diagnostic. It's the beginning of the process, right? <clears throat> Think about it. In four billion years, you went from a single cell structure to a multi, you know, cellular structure. I mean. It's time. If it's 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 dismantling you. First, it's like anything. If you go to cancer, you've got to go through all this process of like, you know, determining what type it is, and you know, radiation and this, and it's it's, it's a big deal, right? So in the same way, it's a big deal to dismantle all these energies and forces within you, right? I mean, for me, it's been eight years, four retreats. And you know daily sitting, etc. But we 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 always want this quick fix. Like we're going to go in, and it's going to be by choose. No, you're dealing with nature. You're dealing with the building of you in nature, and then the dismantling of you. And you've been built by all these forces, and right. So it it demands enormous amount of respect. It's a very sacred medicine. And it demands enormous humility, and it's a privilege. But you have to 
work with it as that, as a medicine um, that requires time and respect and understanding, right? And each time you're going into that maloka in the, in the jungle to drink, you're going into an operating theater. But again, the ayahuasca is a diagnostic and then it works in conjunction with other plants for the specific ailments that you're going in to heal. So she was like, I'm never doing this again. I have other ways of healing and I don't need to take this. And it's like, okay, whatever. We have to understand how everything works. I'm not going to, if the surgeon says to me, listen, don't eat anything before you go into surgery because we're going to give you anesthesia. I don't do it, right? So I don't think we have, we, there's enough understanding because we still have this in the woo-woo world or whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a compound. It's a psychedelic. You know, we don't, we're not measuring it by the truth of what it is, which is a medicine, right? So she's going <clears> to, <throat> the whole process of dismantling you is a, is a process of recooking you back, right? Or uncooking you. And of course, as it uncooks you, all of the, you know, the scum is going to come to the surface and all of the things you've done, you know, in the name of the dark is going to come up. One of, one of the things for me is always my, my mouth is stuck with gum. I can't, I can't get this gum out like, I'm, like I can't talk, right? So I've been silenced, right? Another one is, you know, being around people who I was around for the wrong reasons and who I built relationships in this contract that I sort of in the dark right um, it's just all the places that you numbed and that you refused and that you accepted so it's it's everything is going to be surfaced and it feels and it sucks right it's like ah, you know because you're falling from the pedestal all this thing you built and there's enormous humility and enormous sadness in that all that you thought you were, you weren't, or you aren't. And it's like anything, right? As things surface, the whole pool gets sort of contaminated and it looks bad. But the fact that it surfaces is actually a great thing. You're not refusing that. I'm not holding the poison down in my system. I'm allowing the poison to surface. And that does mean that I have to see it. And that does mean that I have to recognize how I participated in, you know, partnering with the dark and betraying my truth and my soul and whatever. And there's a sort of deflation in that, right? Because it's all deflating. But that very deflation is the beginning of you, right? Who doesn't want to live in love? Who doesn't want to live with someone that sees them and accepts them and loves them for who they are, right? Who doesn't want to live in the clarity of truth? Who doesn't want to live in the clarity of their authenticity? Who doesn't want to live in the, you know, with courage and consciousness, awareness? Those are all the things that are refused. Those are all the things that you have to you know, redirect and, 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 and are disfigured 
all of this is an effort to not be you. I mean, it's a lot of effort to not be you, right? But you do it and you believe it. And there's a loss. There is a huge loss. It's the loss of something bad, right? It's a loss of... But you knew it there, right? So now it's all been surfaced. It can't be hidden. It's been seen as like, oh, it's a disappointment. Really? I did all of this, right? I built all of this crap to cover up all of this crap, to protect all of this crap, right? But again, you have to see it in the context of constant transformations, right? If you've been captured for 60 odd years in this one vortex of being, which is a complete distortion, well, now you're out, right? You can collapse the whole thing, which means that you can actually, oh, appear as the strongest version of you in love, in light, in authenticity, in courage, in power, in your truth. And believe you me, the powers within you do not want the complete collapse of that, right? I've built this whole person and you're going to be, even though you want it, you're going to be fighting it because in a way, that's what you've known. But as the final bricks are sort of, you know, the final legs of these things are, you know, pushed from, you know, taken out from it, you might still want to like, yeah, no, all of it has to go, right? Not one piece can be left. It's a complete collapse. There's no holding on to, well, I really like that mirror in the bathroom. No, that mirror's going, right? All of it was wrong. And that's a death. And that's a, a transformation because we're in constant transformation. I mean, you know, death is just another transformation, you know. Kind of more painful than an ayahuasca ceremony, but ayahuasca's, you know, the ayahuasca ceremonies are pretty pretty tough deaths too. We have to die to rebuild, right? We have to deconstruct and construct again to deconstruct a better, more loving version of ourselves. And Also, it's a victory against the enemy, if one can see it that way, right? The enemy of the dark, right? The enemy of that capture on that arrival. You get yourself back, you get back consciousness, you get back your energy, you get back your script. You're awake. The flow of the energy is now gonna be different, right? It's like, it can happen again, right? There are no blockages. I mean, I was blocked in every single cell of my body, right? So now there's an energy flow. And that's all we are, right? We're just energy in different forms. But we're not blocked. That's what, the, that's what happens in trauma. You get blocked. You get stuck. You get taken off the main highway. You get thrown into a lair. 
You know, you get to build what you're not. You get to agree and to, you know, refuse you in the name of something else or of someone else or of something, whatever. So it is a bit like being in a Houdini jacket if that happens to you. You have to get out of that jacket. And the medicine... <coughs> you know, helps you do that. And it's fierce, you know. I mean, I've been told off twice. One was the last time I was in ceremony. She was like, you know, you gave these, you know, secrets away. And it was just horrific. I was just, I had no idea. Right, so she's really, with me, I was so stuck in this clan of the dark. I was so aligned with the dark. I had so agreed to it that it took a lot of work to get me out of there. And, you know, there is not enough gratitude in the universe to thank a spirit that comes in to basically rescue you from what can only be described as this energetic, electrified vortex of dark, of, of horror. I was refusing all of me so I could authorize and make the this darkness work. So you're you're being, you know, removed, you're being extricated from these really powerful, magnetic, energetic, sort of black holes, really, I would describe them as. But in order to get out, you have to, you know, she needs to keep blowing up your your coma and right and, and, and getting you past these walls that you've numbed out from experiences that you've numbed from to to survive so the capture is very clever and clearly you know the breeding grounds are childhood right in that very vulnerable state of course if you're going to steal something you're going to steal it when it's weak right um And the gift is you get to see how this thing works. That, you know, in this uns- in these unseen energies, all sorts of stuff is happening. And we see our fear and we see our courage too because we have to face all this stuff. Our courage is returned. So yes, there's sadness, there's mourning, there's, you know, the sense of you betrayed yourself in all of this, that you, you know, you were a coward because you numbed out to it and you didn't want to see it. And there's a lot of all these, and rightly so, right, emotions. There's a rage you're going to feel for the people that, well, But in the bigger context, you see, okay, this was a trap. I, I, I was trapped here. You had, I had no choice. But you see also how we were easily in just in regular life, how we're easily fooled or we're easily, you know, we say they have the light, you know, the 
the angel and the devil on your shoulder, how we, you know, the way that we're always in this fickle decision making, you know, how far are you going to go? How much, you know, it's, it really anchors you in what's important. That's, I suppose, what it is, right? You really get to understand the diamond of love and the diamond of integrity and honesty and authenticity and, and truth. You get to see what really matters and how, what a gift it really is. I could never really see love as being that important or authenticity. It's all about the hustle and about the who wins and, you know, what am I going to do to win? And it's all these like where you're just plagiarizing, you're just raking all this stuff over the coals and none of this, it becomes who cares, love? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what does that look like? Who, who is that person? What do they represent? It's like in all of this identity making, we, we just abandon all the things that really matter. That's what my learning has been. That, you know, in my family, it's always like, oh, the money and you've got to be somebody and there's an audience you have to cater to and we'll do anything to do that. There's no there's no nothing we won't do to get that to that end right and we were all in, in that like oh right so what you realize is that <clears throat> all of that desperation and all of that calculation to get to this version of ourselves for an audience that who gives a shit right <clears throat> all of the sacrifices is not worth any of it right that really the diamonds and the the true lottery is in loving and and accepting and you know being courageous being honest having integrity being who you are facing up to those to your truth to what you truly believe in those are the diamonds that's the Maserati, that's the Malibu home, that, that's really, in that foundation, everything can flourish, everything is, grows powerfully. In the world of secrets and manipulations and cover-ups and pretending and bullshit and look at me and, you know, that's just so you know, without a foundation, it's just, it's going to collapse. And as I look back, as, as all of this is being surfaced, you know, I, I realized, God, I was an absolute cover up, right? There was, I, I was never there. I didn't. I was just, you know, it's like being on hot coals every day. You're not actually building anything I was never building anything it was just like okay what costume do I put on today what costume do I put on tomorrow what does this person require what does that person you know what what do I need to do to keep up this outline in the face of somebody else right there was no structure routing I mean I came to the states I had my suitcase by the door I still have my suitcase by the door I wasn't I never rooted right it wasn't like oh I came and 
I'm going to build a life. It was just, no, it was part of being on the run, part of being the outline. Oh, this is what's required today, right? Never root, because you can't root unless you have a self that, you know, that is connected to itself. Right? You just, it's like the court jester. Like, what's the joke for tomorrow, right? What is it so my head doesn't get cut off? Okay, you're just thinking moment to moment. Well, okay. I think I've got this joke for tomorrow. All right, good. Okay, that settles tomorrow. You can't root until you know, until you're connected to yourself. And, you know, you realize, well, all your strategies don't work. They have, you know, you can't just go on the run. You can't pretend anymore. It's just like it's all over. It's like, right? You have to root in truths and honesty and love and the fearless authenticity of who you are, what you believe in. All of that that you gave away, right? That you kind of bastardized or, you know, here, take it all, just do what, you know. Right? None of of that will work again. It's like you're living, you know, you're sitting in the ruins of a, of this castle you built that's been just torn down, right? You finally have the choice to live from your truth. But remember, your truth was, certainly with me, was made fun of and just ridiculed and tricked out of existence, right? Now you have to believe. You have to honestly believe and root and connect to your spirit and to your heart, to your truth. Not for an audience, not because there's a a check, but because there's a, a sincere connection to yourself. Not a strategy so that I won't die not a strategy so that person doesn't, you know, the dark doesn't see this or camouflage. No, it's like you in the full, honest light of day. Acknowledging, you know, the first part of all of this is acknowledging everything that happened. Acknowledging the place that you've been in. Acknowledging the harm you've done because of what of all the strategy, believe you me, harm was done. But again, your fortitude and your courage returned because you have the ability to face it all and to say, "Yeah, that was all wrong." And I participated because I had no choice. I was, you know taken early on that's your strength your ability to to see it all to see that it was all wrong that it didn't serve you that's your victory and that's also the sadness of like oh really I couldn't have just ended up in the Maldives what the fuck (laughs) couldn't the Maldives have been my arrival place 
right? And I think also another great thing that comes from going through this journey is you realize that you, you can be in anything in life. You don't have to hide anything. You can be sad. You can be happy. You can be whatever. You can handle all of it. Right? You don't have to hide any of it. You can handle all of it with honesty and truth. And yes, you can be fearful. And yes, you can be shy. And yes, you, you can be all of it. As long as it's truthful. Right? I'm with a person I don't like them. I don't like them. That's truthful. Right? I'm doing this thing. I don't want to be doing it. That's truthful. Not, oh, yeah, well, you know, let me just make it work. The whole illusion is collapsed, right? You're extricated from it. And you're given the chance to actually, yeah, go build, go be. It's new. It's very new. It'll be slightly weird, like, oh, all right. The newness of the diamonds, right? You get the chance to start again. Why it happened, what, you know, for whatever, right, okay. This lifetime, another lifetime. But again, expect all of it to come up. For how long, you don't know. Expect the emotions to come up that come with this collapse. For how long you're going to feel them, you don't know. Eventually, it will all pass because it's, again, it's like surfacing crap from the bottom of a river. It's all coming up. It all has to be seen and felt and there will be disappointment, massive disappointment because you thought you were this but really you were that. That's okay. The gift is the seeing. The gift is experiencing. The gift is the removal. The no longer attached to, the no longer accepting. It's removed from your body, from your consciousness. So you're being cleansed. The medicine is giving you the opportunity to really live again in the diamonds of this place, which is in that love in that honesty, in that sweetness, in that truth of who you actually are. She actually came to find you and to heal you. That is the greatest gift. Bye.